Our text for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verses 49 through 56. And you can follow along on page 7 in your bulletin. I came to cast fire upon the earth. How I wish that it was already ablaze. I have a baptism I must experience. How I am distressed until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you. I have come instead to bring division. From now on, a household of five will be divided. Two against three against two and two against three. Father will square off against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. And mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Jesus also said to the crowds, when you see a cloud forming in the west, you immediately say, it's going to rain. And indeed, it is done. And when a south wind blows, you say, a heat wave is coming, and it does. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret this, the conditions on earth and in the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret the present time? This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. What is more important for the church? Is it social justice or is it evangelism? That has been a question that the church has been dealing with probably since the beginning of the church. We can go to our, our, passage, our scripture and it will say, such as in Matthew 19 and 20, that Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now that's pretty clear in saying that we are called to preach the good news of Jesus. And that is what we see, especially in the Acts of the Apostles as Jesus' disciples fan out from Jerusalem into the known world, especially into the Roman, Empire, the Roman Empire. But we also remember that Jesus is also a Jew. And so he was aware of the sayings of the Old Testament prophets, like Amos. So we can also read a passage such as Amos 5.24 that says, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. So we have these two things. Which one is more important? Sometimes we will, depending on what church we are, we'll focus on one or the other. Sometimes I've heard it said that social justice is the byproduct of, of our evangelism. And that's, there is some truth to that but it makes it sound like maybe social justice is kind of an optional thing. But the reverse is also troubling. To talk about social justice, but not to talk about Jesus, to not preach about the good news of who we are in Christ, also cheapens our witness as a church, because then it seems that we are just a body of do-gooders and not the body of Christ. 
And this leads into something else that I know I've heard about, and it's a saying. It's a saying that is attributed to St. Francis. And it goes like this. Preach the gospel, use words, is necessary. Now, a lot of people that I know when they have heard, seen this, they love it. They love this saying. Because what it says, and it, and it kind of answers that question about social justice or evangelism, because it says that our actions speak, and the fact that they speak louder than our words, and that we can work and live in a way that points to Jesus. And there is some truth to that, but there is just one problem with this saying. Actually, in reality, there's probably more than one problem, but this is the main, this is one that you need to know. There is no record that St. Francis ever said these words. This is one of those many sayings that is attributed to someone famous, but in reality, the person never said it. But there is something bigger about this statement that is troubling. What it does, of course, as I said, is that actions matter more than words. So if you do something, it will say who you are or whose you are. But the thing is, if you look in the Bible and in scripture, you have to preach the gospel, which usually means you have to say something. Those two passages I just talked to earlier, we're, we're talking about actually saying something. It's not simply just living, but it's also that, that word, the words also are important. The gospel is Jesus. And you cannot preach the gospel if you don't talk about Jesus. And yet, there is also another reason we like this saying. It makes faith inoffensive. If I don't have to say that I'm a Christian or say anything about Jesus, then we don't have to worry about maybe the odd looks that we get, or maybe that we won't have to lose our friends, or that we won't have to get into some uncomfortable situations. The saying is nice because it doesn't make you look like some sort of freak. In our gospel text today, in some ways, rejects this statement rather loudly. Jesus that we see here is not meek and mild. Jesus is wishing about fire, sending fire down on the earth and was ready for it to be kindled. When Jesus talks about fire, Jesus is desiring the kingdom of God, a kingdom of justice and wholeness to happen right now and not to be slowly appearing as it was. And Jesus then says that he has come to bring division and that families would be split in two because of Jesus. And finally, Jesus says something about how we know it's going to rain when we see the clouds gather, but yet we are blind to what is going on in front of us. Jesus' words today in the text are ones of urgency. He is on his way to Jerusalem. The passages starting back, in, I believe, in chapter 9, basically are, are having him on the road to Jerusalem where he will be tortured 
and then crucified and died. Jesus knows what's going to happen. And the crowd, and he wants to tell people what the costs are of following Jesus, of following him. The crowd he is talking to are probably people who have seen him before, or at least heard of him. They have heard that he healed people. They have heard that he fed people. And they probably were there for just another show to see Jesus do something miraculous. And Jesus is telling the people that the kingdom of God is coming. God comes to bring justice, and it is time for people to get ready. When Jesus says that he comes to bring division, he is not saying that he wants to be divisive. Jesus is about reconciliation. But the way of following Jesus, when you decide to follow Jesus publicly, it can be viewed as a threat to others. If we are preaching the good news in words and in deeds, someone is going to get upset and relationships will be lost because people choose to follow Jesus. Now, this text has been used and, and talked about about evangelism, about preaching the gospel and what that can do. And I think that there is truth in that. But it also, I believe it is saying, as Jesus comes to bring justice, that when we also talk about social justice, that will also bring division. Because these two things are together. They're not opposites. They work together for the good news of the people. They are the whole gospel. We preach to free bodies and to free souls. As the theologian Jürgen Moltmann says, there must be no theology of liberation without the glorification of God, and no glorification of God without the liberation of the oppressed. Jesus knows that he divides people. He knows that the forces of injustice will find a way to silence him. He sees the storm clouds gathering, as well as the kingdom of God breaking forth, and he needed the crowd to wake up. And we, as a congregation, have to wake up as well, because the storm clouds are gathering. The sky looks threatening. We live in a divisive time and not the division that Christ brings by being Christ, but an actual divisive time that splits people apart. Politicians are seeking to divide people from one another and exploit those divisions. We live in a time when Latinos who are US citizens have to carry passports or birth certificates to prove they're citizens of this country. Jesus was not here, not there, to perform tricks for the crowds, but to preach that the kingdom of God is at hand. Judgment day is coming. 
the signs of the storms are here. It is a time when we see organized hate, something that was supposed to be part of our dark American past is now back with a vengeance when a man drives 10 hours to shoot into a Walmart in El Paso, Texas because of fear of Latinos. We live in a time when our government has closed its heart towards refugees who are doing what they can to, and they do whatever they can to deter people who are fleeing from violence because we do not want those people in our society. We live in a time when just down the road in St. Cloud, Minnesota, there are people organized to try to prevent more refugees, especially from Somalia, from coming because of fear of Islam. The storm clouds are gathering. There is a fierce storm coming. As the gathered people of God, we are called to preach in clear words and deeds a God of love. We are called to preach the whole gospel, a gospel that brings salvation and justice. But it is a message that many do not want to hear because while Jesus brings wholeness, a message of love can and will divide. Our message of reconciliation is one that will result in division. There is a line by the Canadian musician Bruce Coburn that says that he will kick at the darkness until it bleeds daylight. And that is the work that we are called to do. And those who want to leave the lights off, who want to be in darkness, will not be happy. The times that we live in beg us to preach the gospel in our words and in our actions. It is a time for both evangelism and social justice. Our actions alone are not enough. We have to tell the people what we are doing in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. If you have been following the news recently, you are aware of the ongoing protest in Hong Kong. Hong Kong, of course, was a British colony until 1997 when it was transferred over to China. China was in the agreement to keep it as an autonomous region for 50 years, to be, as they have said, one country with two systems of government. And so it's to remain that way until 2047. But China, of course, has influence in Hong Kong. And that has worried the people who have lived in Hong Kong, worried that their democratic system is being taken away little by little. So then there are protests. Some have turned violent. But what is really scary this week is seeing a picture. And it is a picture from the nearby city in mainland China called Shenzhen. And it's a picture in a soccer stadium, and it shows basically armored personnel carriers that are filled the stadium. It was a sign, basically, 
but the Chinese government is watching. And it brings about horrible memories of what happened 30 years ago in Tiananmen Square, when tanks took over, run down on the streets of Beijing, and the democracy protests that had been taking place at Tiananmen were violently put down. There is fear that we are seeing this happen again. The same time this week as we saw those armed personnel carriers taking place in Shenzhen, there was also a protest happening at a specific place, the International Airport of Hong Kong. This one actually was of interest to me because I've actually been through that airport um, several years ago. So I was, I was actually fascinated by, by this. This was a place to protest because, of course, this is where the world comes when they want to come to Hong Kong. And this is a place where the world has to pay attention. So at this airport, there were a 1,000 people that staged a sit-in. That was interesting. But it was during those protests that you heard the people burst into song. And the song is the interesting part of the story. It is a song from the musical Les Miserables. Do you hear the people sing? And here's a little bit of the lyrics. Do you hear the people sing, singing the songs of angry men? It is the music of the people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drum, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. These people are protesting, knowing that the storm clouds are truly gathering for them. And it could get very dark very fast. But they sing this song, and they sing it in English in an airport to get a message out to the world to pay attention. And if you think that words are not important, you should know that this song is banned in mainland China because of its use in the protests. The time is at hand. The storm clouds are here. God's kingdom is breaking through. It is time to preach both salvation and justice. Do you hear the people sing? Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>